This podcast is brought to you by Crisp. It is a software that automatically mutes background noise in any communication app. No more embarrassing dog barks, traffic noises, crying babies, and family chatters when you're doing your calls from home or the nearby cafe. With Crisp, those noises will be muted and your caller will not be able to hear any of them. Not only is it able to remove background noises, it can also even remove the ones coming from your caller. So all you get is high-quality audio without the distractions. Crisp supports any devices and over 800 apps such as Zoom, Teams and WebEx. Try out the world's best AI-powered noise-cancelling technology for free. Simply go to adriantan.com.sg crisp to get started. Welcome to the Adrian Tan Show. This is my podcast where I have deep conversations with the people who are enabling organizations to become ready for the future of work. My guests include a mindfulness coach, the folks behind Singapore's most popular investment app, and many more. They all have one thing in common, and that is to level up your organizations through your people. My guest today is Tulika Tripathi. She is the founder of Snap Hunt, a smart hiring platform that helps people find jobs and employers to hire talent quickly and accurately. It is Asia's leading remote hiring platform that helps employers find top talent anywhere quickly and conveniently. SnapHunt also matches job seekers with opportunities that are fit with their skills, work style and motivation to help them find the right jobs and maximize their potential. And she founded SnapHunt on the back of more than 20 years of experience in starting up, growing and turning around businesses in multiple geographies. She has extensive experience within recruitment and has previously held various senior leadership roles in global recruitment firms such as Michael Page Geneva, Page Group Singapore, Michael Page India, as well as Hudson Global Asia. Tulika is also the author of Alice in Corporate Land, a book on achieving success published by Penguin Portfolio. Please welcome my guest, Tulika Tripathi. Hi Tulika, thank you for coming on to the show. Hi Adrian, it's, it's good to be here. Let's start off by understanding a bit about SnapHan. What is SnapHan? How do you come up with the idea? And what problem is it trying to solve? Sure. So Adrian, I mean, I come from a recruiting background and I've experienced firsthand how hiring, you know, good talent can be a big pain point for employers. And I've also seen how job seekers can really struggle to find the right job conveniently and, you know, find a job that fulfills not only their skills, but also their motivations and, and, and their career goals. And SnapHunt is a platform that does so. So it's an AI-enabled remote hiring platform that helps employers hire talent anywhere really quickly and conveniently while helping job seekers find jobs that match both their skills and their career goals. Could you explain to me in terms, uh, assuming that I know nothing about recruitment? <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, uh, like re- recruitment is like dating, right? In a way, it's like matchmaking, but a little bit more because, you know, you're trying to find a person who knows how to do elements of your role, who's likely to thrive in your organization and that particular context of the role, and who's really motivated by what your company has to offer. You know, and that's what you're typically looking for. However, in real life, there are lots of people out there and it's difficult to know who is the right one to speak to, which is why companies invest hundreds of thousands and actually millions and billions of dollars uh, to be able to find these people. You know, and same thing as a job seeker, you spend lots of time on different 
different job boards, trying to look through roles and in your mind work out, okay, which one is likely to be a good fit for me? And those that look about right, where is it that I'm likely to um, succeed? Now, Snap-on number one does away with a lot of all uh, of, of this issue by showing employers only talent that really match their requirements and also showing job seekers uh, roles that really match what they're really looking for. And we do that through a series of algorithms that measure uh, people's skills, psychometrics and, and their motivations. But there is a bigger problem at play uh, now, especially with COVID, Adrian, which which I think a lot of us can relate to. And that is that we're all working from home. And, uh, you know, a number of us, uh, you know, realize that this has actually been quite productive and as a result are looking to hire team members who will continue to work in a remote environment. Now, at the same time, in many markets, it's become extremely difficult to find good digital talent because there's such a big de- uh, demand for them. You know, companies have accelerated their digital transformation. They're all looking for similar people. And visas have become um, much more difficult when you're trying to get these people from, you know, outside the geography. Now, Snap-on really simplifies that by helping you find people not only, you know, in your geography, but really across geographies who can do uh, that job for you. So uh, that's how we enable remote hiring, helping employers find that right talent uh, literally anywhere. So for you, it's really uh, as simple from a job seeker's perspective is, you know, you sign up, you create your profile, and then the system alerts you with job proposals that it believes that are a fit. And then you can start your journey by clicking yes right there. And you emphasize on digital work. Is that the key emphasis for Snapchat right now? Yeah, I think, you know, we we are a white-collar hiring platform. So we do have roles across multiple specialist functions. But if you if you see what's happening post pandemic, you know, the it, it just comes down to where the most volume of hiring is and a high volume of hiring is in the digital area. And by digital, I mean, you know, it could be digital marketing, it you know, you know other areas of like growth marketing, performance marketing, sales, but specifically with people with have who have SaaS sales background, etc. And then, of course, you know, things like data analytics, data science technology and design etc that's where really a lot of roles have come in because so many companies you know have gone online because consumers have gone online and, and these are roles that sounds very much highly sought after especially in a market like Singapore Correct. and when I speak with companies uh, that are also doing something similar mm-hmm. it seems that driving the supply of such people mm-hmm. such talent is always the key challenge that they are faced with. How do you resolve the talent part in trying to drive up the supply so that employers who uses your platform will be able to get those people in to run through your screening mechanism? Sure. So that's a great question. So we we do more than just screen. We actually have, uh, at the moment, over half a million white-collar professionals in the region on the platform. Now, over the since we've gone live slightly over two years ago, we've you know engaged in a series of channels for sourcing. So you know we do sourcing across multiple data sources all the time, automatically. So apart from you know the various job boards, etc., on a 
continuous basis. Our platform also sources candidates from multiple data sources, you know, such as social networks, etc., and brings them to clients or employers on the platform, and then they can reach out to that talent directly. So what that means, Adrian, in, in sort of maybe less technical speak, is that apart from talent that is on the platform, the talent is uh, the platform is also continuously sourcing through you know traditional channels like job boards etc uh, on behalf of employers but also sourcing through what we call open web sourcing so through social networks etc and showing you know employers talent that may be passive but gives them a way to reach out to them on the platform as well Ah, so in addition to the active job seekers, I guess the secret sauce for you guys is also to seek exactly. out the passive ones that might be residing somewhere on GitHub, you know, somewhere, somewhere on the web. On, on all the social the... networks and multiple data sources, correct. Right, right. Okay. I would really want to touch on what happened, you know, during this pandemic period with all the remote working. But before that, I just want to just take a step back and to understand a bit more about your journey with Snap Hunt. Obviously, you and I came from the same industry yeah. and you obviously have some uh, preconceived notions on how recruitment would work. I'd like to understand, has there been any any form of uh, perception that you brought across to Snap Hunt, which, you know, you tested the thesis, might not really work? and how you manage to adjust along the way? Yeah, no, it's a great question, Adrian. And, you know, you're so right. I, I've come into, you know, I came into found Snap Hunt on the back of, you know, a number of experience, years of experience within recruitment agencies, right? Now, that brought a unique perspective, which is, you know, having seen employers really look for targeted shortlists of candidates. And I think that that specific need or that specific understanding of employers and how they think hasn't really changed. I think employers still, when they're looking for any tool, what they're thinking is, how can I get access to the a targeted shortlist of people I can relate to as quickly as possible? Yeah, so that basic premise hasn't changed. I think what's evolved a lot in the last two and a half years since we went live with Beta is an understanding of how that's translated into a product or a platform and also an understanding of an employer's or a recruiter's, you know, thinking when it comes to the tools they use for hiring. So there's been a lot of evolution there. And, you know, for example, you know, I've learned a lot around how when it comes to recruiters, it's more of a service. So employers are happy to, you know, try a recruitment agency, they trust in the person and so on. But when it comes to a product, they may have their four or five products that are, you know, maybe your traditional sourcing channels that they're very very used to doing so that shift from what you're used to doing to something new can be something which is a, a tough hurdle to, to 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 get by when it comes to recruiters i see and and on to what is happening right now mm -hmm. the pandemic obviously has driven the rise of remote work in asia as well as in singapore yeah. how has that affected the way you operate and the way your solution is being used by your customer mm -hmm. is the the presence of remote work somehow different from how they are sourcing or screening you know a year ago compared to what they're doing right now? Absolutely. So that's where I think, you know, as, as tough as the pandemic has been and, and, you know, for hiring, it's been extraordinarily tough, especially in Q, Q2 last year, right? And Q3 last year, thing, things have been improving in, since Q4. It also brought a massive opportunity 
And uh, we now look at it and it's been in some way, you know, almost a, a fantastic opportunity because of this rise of remote work. Now, interestingly, while employers would use their traditional ways when it comes to hiring roles, I'm talking about cross-border remote, not only just, you know, your work from home roles. What's happened is as they've continued to work remote, maybe the first three months they said, okay, you know, we are all going to go back to office. Next three months it's like, oh, maybe we'll have a hybrid model. But what we've seen happening now on the platform as well is we're starting to see a lot more employers who think, you know what, we could build out our workforce with a distributed remote workforce. And this could be really interesting for better access to high quality talent at a a cheaper cost and, you know, improved uh, profitability in a year, which is still looking very complicated. Now, when it comes to that solution, which is where you say, okay, I'm finding it difficult to find engineers, you know, in Singapore, what else should I do? There, the number of tools that recruiters are used to using become a little bit more complicated because most job boards, etc., tend to be country focused. But when you're suddenly saying, look, I'm open to good React engineers anywhere, or I'd love to have a team of engineers in in Vietnam, when it comes to such cross-border hiring, employers are much more open to exploring new tools. And uh, that's where we've seen some really great opportunity and traction. Given that you're a subject matter expert, as well as an employer yourself, if you have to choose between a remote worker and someone who is based locally, which one would be your first choice and why would that be the case? Yeah, it's a, again a fantastic question, Adrian. I would just choose the better person, a better fit for what we need. And one year ago, I would not have given you this answer. Because when I built my tech team, I built my tech team in Singapore saying I want them, you know, close so that we can build a culture together, you know, and, you know, it's so much easier. But in the last one year, my team has been remote and we've started now building out, you know, small, you know, tech team and data science team remotely. And we're not talking about contractors here. We're talking about remote full-time professionals. And we realize that the relationships or the commitment is as deep. It's It really just comes down to your investment. It does mean being more outcome focused rather than task focused. But, you know, there are, there's some extraordinary people out there. And it's given, as an employer, it's given my startup much more agility. And, you know, much more, you know, bang for my buck, which as you can understand as a startup becomes very important. For employers that are new to hiring remote workers and might be tempted to try, I'm very certain they may face some challenges in trying to find and employ the right one. Mm -hmm. What would be some of your tips and advice for first-time employers that might be keen to consider looking out for a remote worker? Yeah, you know, uh, we have a number of cases like this on the platform and we now offer some consulting services along with the platform to basically project manage your remote, your first remote hires alongside the platform. Because I think a lot of employers for whom this is new, you know, the, the, the whole idea can be a little bit daunting. And the, the first thing I would say is, you know, be really clear about what why you want remote talent and get behind it. You know, it's, it's one of those things that when you are hiring remote talent, of course, there's some benefits, but you also have to get behind it in terms of, number one, understanding that as a business, you have to become more result-focused rather than task-focused. So the way you manage people, etc., 
changes. You, you manage them based on specific outcomes. Number two, you know, understand what that means in terms of the sort of competencies that you'd be looking for. So, you know, understand exactly what sort of roles you are happy to go remote in. Understand what sort of competency outcomes you need from those roles. What sort of people can do those roles? So, you know, make sure that you are testing those people out for, you know, being independent problem solvers, uh, good collaborators, because that will become your big challenges when when you're working remotely. And then, you know, put in place the right tools and infrastructure. So to be able to collaborate remotely. So your own processes and tools need to enable you to work, for example, asynchronously with people. You know, when you're working with remote teams, you're not talking to them necessarily in the same time zone or, you know, you may start earlier in the day compared to others. So make sure you have the right collaboration tools to be able to, you know, get work done as a team. Those would be some things I would say. And on the other side of the spectrum, obviously you have uh, job seekers or remote workers or workers who may be keen to consider working remotely. Personally, I'm working remotely right now and a fair bit of challenges. Sometimes working remotely can be as effective as the spotty Wi-Fi that I have at home. Cool. From Are there any tips and advice you may like to give to job seekers or workers who may be keen to consider the remote or decentralized mode of working? Sure. First thing is, you, you I think, start with some soul searching on whether that's ready for you. You know, we have moved to a completely distributed team at Snapon, you know, where we 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 have people based in in different places and we were interviewing someone for our own team recently and I think that person hadn't really done the soul searching required for understanding what it means to work in a remote team. So for example, how important is it for you to have a buzz of your colleagues around you? If that's something that is really important for you, or you need to collaborate, you know, consistently with someone all the time, then remote remote work may not be for you. So before you even start, you know, just think about whether you are someone who wants to work independently and who can work well independently. So that's one. The second piece is think about, you know, what all, you know, what value can you bring to a remote employer? So, of course, you know, remote work opens up for a remote worker incredible opportunities for work beyond their own geographical boundaries. It can bring lots of benefits. It brings, you know, more flexibility to their workday, can bring more productivity. But once you've done your soul searching and you've said, okay, I want to benefit from it. Same thing. Think of your infrastructure. Do you have the right Wi-Fi? You don't have to work from home when you are a remote worker. You can be a remote worker who works from a co-working space, for example, right? So number two is, do you have the infrastructure or can you build the infrastructure around you to be able to work remotely? And number three, do you understand what it means or, you know, have you got the skills to be able to collaborate asynchronously? So if you haven't, you know, just brush up on different collaboration tools so that you're comfortable moving into that when the time comes. And companies that will be keen to look at Snap Hunt, who will you define as your ideal target 
companies that should really check out SnapHan and bring their recruitment to the next level? Sure. I would say that, you know, companies that are looking to build teams across the region. So companies that are looking to build, number one, cross-border hiring. So if you are looking to hire talent, build your back offices, technology teams, or even your sales teams, we have a number of employers on the platform that are building sales teams in different countries in Asia right now, etc. Then we want to be talking you. We're also looking at employers in, you know, in uh, other developed countries like the US and Australia who are looking to really capitalize on remote work and hire talent in Asia to meet a very short supply of digital talent in their in their countries. So we know Asia, we have a a team of um, experts that, you know, not only just you know, onboards clients and supports them, but also advises them on which markets they could look at and, and you know, the things they need to know when, when hiring remote talent in these countries to make that journey easier. And we also have partnerships with, you know, payroll platforms, etc., that can help you employ that talent because it's not just about hiring that person. Then it's about how do I actually make this person a full-time employee? How do I pay them, etc.? And And we've created partnerships to be able to do that. And, and how do you charge on your platform? Is it on a subscription basis or is it on a placement basis? Yes, it's on a it's on a subscription basis. And what has been the some of the biggest success that you have seen, and how has that affected you know the the way you look at uh, your business right now? Some of the key moments or pivotal moments that really hit you that I'm on the right track. Think a few things, you know, a, a happy customer is always a good thing, right? It makes you, it's funny you ask the question on successes because as a founder, I'm sure you, you, you have heard this before. We spend more time on the gaps and the failures than we do on the successes because we're always trying to, to see how we can do better. But in, in terms of successes, I mean, we've had, for example, startups that have gotten a round of funding, don't have any in-house recruiter, have 10, 15 roles to close and who've been able to close uh, some really common complex roles in markets like Indonesia, etc., on the platform in 10 days. I mean, when things like that happens, we recently had a customer who said, hey, we hired our CFO on Snap Hunt. You know, when we hear things like that, you know, of course, we, we don't charge on a success basis, but it means that what we are doing is working. We are saving employers lots of time and effort, and we're giving them access to, to talent that can help their business outcomes. That makes us feel really good. Would that also mean organizations like recruitment agencies may find a good use case of SnapHunt as well? We, we haven't actively pursued uh, recruitment agencies. I think there is a, a recruitment agencies could leverage SnapHunt to provide outcomes to their clients. That's absolutely possible. But it's really not been a segment we've, we've gone after for the moment. What do you think will be the biggest challenge or disruption in recruitment over this year? I think recruitment has has had it uh, has had a tough year in 2020 and 2021 I think it's it's going to be a very exciting year because I believe 2021 is going to be the year of remote work. Last year we got into it by mistake. Coming out of last year, you know, there were big headlines of some companies that said they're going to be remote forever. But now I'm seeing that seep into mainstream. I'm speaking to so many founders, so many, you know, MDs or who are very happy to look at how they can build remote teams for a number of their functions. So I think that's going to be challenging for most traditional players because they usually tend to specialize in, you know, specific markets. 
so how to provide you know if if this trend continues how do you sort of provide a virtual hiring solution which is cross border is going to be a challenge also typically if you think about you know the recruitment industry it's a very face to face people driven industry 2021 it seems like you know the the restrictions on social distancing and all of that is is going to continue so i think uh, continuing to be able to build those relationships virtually or accessing tools that allow you to create that engagement and and is going to be a challenge and, and that's where also i believe you, you know employers are going to be looking for much more data driven hiring and decision making due to that lack of necessarily as much in person experience what's next on the roadmap for the business sure i mean we, we actually grew at a pretty fast pace last year adrian so we, we grew 5x last year despite or maybe despite and also because i think more employers moved uh, to virtual hiring solutions uh, over 2020 as compared to traditional solutions this year it's really about accelerated growth we want to you know help employers find this talent anywhere so what employers can expect is you know a fast growing base of talent that they can tap into job seekers can expect more opportunities and we are working day and night to you know continue to work on a platform that helps employers and and job seekers discover value faster So we're doing a lot of things on the platform in terms of new algorithms that can give people real-time insights into things like salaries they should be paying. We're doing much more in terms of helping employers and job seekers, uh, you know, engaging directly on the platform very, very quickly, so that employers not only access that talent within minutes, but can start speaking to that talent and engaging um, with them and and taking them into in 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 interview literally within minutes of opening the role. And does that also mean that you'll be looking to hire more people to add to your team? Yeah, so we'd be uh, multiple roles. So we'd be looking to hire um, more data scientists. So uh, definitely flesh out our data science team. At the end, what we do is highly we are at its base a, a data driven company. So data engineers, we'd be looking to build out our software engineering team as well, sales, marketing. So literally across the board. Awesome. Is there anything that you'd like to share which I may not have asked? Yeah, I think you know this is such an exciting time, Adrian. And at the same time, you know, no matter what subject matter expertise I have in recruitment, remote work is new for all of us, and it's changing everything. You know, the the other day we were having a, a discussion on how it's changing things, like even how a job description is written. You don't write tasks; you write outcomes. So it it literally changes how you find, how you assess, how you engage, how you hire, how you onboard, how you manage people. and that's super exciting and 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 super scary for job seekers and employers and you know we want to be right there at the forefront of of helping employers and employees manage both the challenges and the benefits from that come from it but we'll all discover it together i guess Yeah, for sure. And lastly, for people who is interested to find out more about Snaphunt, where can they go to? They can come to snaphunt.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. And all this will be in the show notes so that folks could check it out easily. And Tulika, thank you so much for making time today. I had a great time speaking with you and I wish you continued success in your journey with Snaphunt. Thank you so much, Adrian. It was my pleasure to be here. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You can refer to the show notes for links to more information about our guests and their businesses. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would be helpful to give a review on iTunes or follow me on Spotify. If you are using Overcast, please hit the star button under the episode. 
that will help get this episode and podcast out to more people who may find it useful. I'll see you in the next episode of The Agent Han Show.